What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In this episode, we'll talk about holla if you hear me, or in other words, discuss why God don't answer our prayers. The great theologian Garth Brooks once said, Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, which I can definitely attest to. I've had several people to tell me they pray, but they just don't think God's listening to them and ask why or what they're doing wrong. So today we're going to talk about how to pray the right way. We should all pray and want God to do what's in His will for our lives. And sometimes we think He's not listening or moving because He's not delivering in the time or the way that He thinks He that we think he should, but God knows what's best. Even if we feel that God's not answering our prayers, you can always know that God is good and God is a God of love. In Jeremiah um, 3.16, for God so loved the world, and also the Bible tells us he loves us in Jeremiah 31.3, I have loved thee with the everlasting love. God created us and knows more than we know. He knows what's best for us, and he knows what would not be good for us so if you have children when they were very small sometimes they would ask for things that would not be good for them and you know that would harm them so for good reasons sometimes parents did not always give their children what they asked for uh, when they asked for it and parents give them what's best for them so in the same way God answers our prayers God gives us what's best for us and you know we're all God's children and he gives us the best for our lives and at times um, what's good for us. You know, our lives has got to be right with God before He can answer our prayers. Sometimes we settle for what we think we want rather than what He wants for us. So, you know, oftentimes I'm thankful that He doesn't give me what I ask for because what I think is good, He's got something even better. So I would actually be settling if He give me, you know, if He always gave me what I asked for. So by being impatient, we actually, you know, cut ourselves short so the blessing that He has for us and You know, see, God's ways are always bigger and better than ours. You know, if we're praying for a job making $15 an hour, but he's trying to make us the CEO of our own company. And, you know, we keep praying and asking for something. We we have such small minds, but God has like a big mind. So let's talk about um, the right way to start praying. Um, You know, God's created certain conditions that must be met before our prayers can be answered. One of the first is that we um, feel our need of help from Him. So Isaiah 44, 3 says, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. The heart must be open for the Spirit's influence or God's blessings cannot be received. So one cannot pour water into a cup that's already full. One thing I've learned is God can answer a prayer um, that you should apply his, but you sh- but he's not able to, you know, he doesn't have to. He can answer general prayers, but he's not actually obligated to do so. So, um, but he does have to keep his promises. So one thing um, I do is meaning when you pray, you should apply his word to your prayers. So for example, when praying for a husband, you should pray that he loves you like Christ loves the church. And if it's regarding you know, a a disagreement or something like that, pray that um, God, your word says in 1 Peter 3, 7, that husbands live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered. So that's just an example of how to pray and apply his word to your everyday prayers. The second way we pray is with a right heart. 
You know, if we have cherished sins in our lives, we refuse to give them up, or if we're doing things that we shouldn't be doing, then we're disobeying God. You know, we can't expect Him to answer our prayers if He can't um, answer um, the prayers if we have sins in our lives and that are unconfessed, or if we're just having um, cherished sins. So, also, we refuse to forgive others um, who have wronged us. God can't hear us. So in Matthew 6, 12 in Ephesians 4, 32, it says, this is not saying you can't earn God's favor to answer our prayers. Um, it always be Jesus' blood that makes us worthy, but we don't need to um, do our part if God is going to do the work in our lives. So it's not like knowing that we're an alcoholic and praying for God to help us, um, but stop, you know, getting a job working as a bartender. So We've already canceled out our prayers because why should God do all the work when we won't even compromise to take the first step in changing our habits? So, And then the next one is pray without ceasing. One of the reasons we feel our prayers are not being answered is because we pray one time, then stop. In Thessalonians 5.17, it says, pray without ceasing. Paul is more direct in uh, Philippians 4.6 where he says, in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. So in reality, we shouldn't be worried so much about if God hears our prayers. He does and he does care. But what we should be worried about is because of temptations, hard times, and trials that we get discouraged and give up praying. So um, in Luke 18.1, Jesus spoke the parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. You know, now I've learned that people say, well, you don't have to keep saying the same old prayer. You know, God heard you the first time and he did. That's true. However, to each his own, you know, just as these verses for me, um, it's sometimes it's something that really um, needs a breakthrough in. I'm going to keep praying the same prayer over and over to show God that this is important to me and showing him my actions that I have faith in him, even if it's not an answer prayer yet. So now that we've touched on this in the beginning, um, but it's as important to him in his time and his will. So God is a God of love, like I said before, and he's interested in every detail of our lives. He hears our prayers. He answers every sincere prayer if we meet his conditions. So we must not get caught up in, you know, the expect the ever answer will be yes since we are, you know, sinners and we are human and don't always ask what's best for us. Sometimes his answer is no, and sometimes it is wait. So no doesn't always mean no, just maybe not right now. And one thing that I've learned is that timing is everything when it comes to God. However, sometimes um, we need to end up each prayer with, you know, not my will, but your will. So, you know, even if we're sincerely doing God's will and the best of our ability, following his will for us, he may see that it's best for us um, not to say yes at this time. So we got to continue trusting him regardless of his answer at the moment. And God's timetable is not the same as ours. You know, how many of y'all know that he knows better than we do when it's the best time for us, our prayers to be answered? God is eternal and he doesn't measure time as we do. So, um... Even in 2 Peter 3.8, it says, Beloved, do not forget this one thing, that the Lord one day is a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. That's that's pretty powerful if you think about it. So God God doesn't really pay attention to time in the, in the way that we do. And, and 
one way we know that is like in the story of Abraham, God promised a son to Abraham, but Abraham became impatient when Sarah couldn't bear him a son. So he took his wife, um, servant as his wife, you know, and Abraham tried to solve the problem in his own way. And the result was disastrous. So, you know, we're still seeing the results of his mistakes today. And God eventually answered his prayers at the time when he saw best fit for Abraham. But we often sometimes get in that same predicament. That's just a testament to show you that um, Abraham was just like we are. He, he, you know, he grew impatient and he didn't think that God was moving um, fast enough for him or he wasn't moving in a, in a way that he thought he should. And sometimes we get the same way. So for God to give us what we ask for, we got to ask according to his will. So faith can't take the place of asking God according to God's will. If we ask according to his will, he will hear us. And, you know, you don't have to ask according to God's will. Um, it's not real faith in God. If God answers no, we still must be willing to wait patiently and trust God to answer in his own way and timing. So trust God, even though it may seem like prayer doesn't work, even though it may seem like at the moment he's not near and he's abandoned you. I know you may be thinking that I trust God, but ask yourself, are you fully trusting and surrendering what you're praying for him? Or are you giving him um, and keep taking it back and he's not moving fast enough you know this is one thing that I struggled with for a long time before I realized what I was doing and I was just delaying my process you know God don't need a co-pilot um you know he moves so much faster when we let go of control and we trust him and let him do it on his own rather than us doing it and then um you know getting tired and giving it back to him and Isaiah 41 9 10 says you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not cast you away. Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, and that's, that's something um, that we can look to. And that's a verse that speaks to us right now in this moment when we're sitting here and we're going through this coronavirus and all this stuff, you know, it's, it's like everybody's panicking and they forgot who God is and they forgot, you know, they no longer have a religion. They're just losing their mind, going to the store and, you know, all this crazy stuff. At the end of the day, we just got to be still and know that he's still God and know that God is bigger than any virus or anything else that that is out here. So we have to keep our focus and pay attention that he has predicted all things. We just have to, um, you know, get in our Bibles and read and take heed to it. The Bible gives us uh, directions on everything to do, but we're too busy um, listening to the people around us and taking their word for it to direct us. This is a time that if we don't get in our Bible and know what it says for ourselves, we're going to be depending on other people to tell us and they could be leading us in the wrong place and, you know, we'll really be messed up. So, you know, if we have faith and sincerity, trust God. We'll not be concerned as to whether what the answer is, wait, or if the answer is yes or no. But we got to just trust and wait to see what God's timing is. And if it's if he sees fit to answer what we've requested, or perhaps he has something better for us. So remember that your prayer should end with, not my will, God, but your will. So trust in the Lord um, with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. And 
always acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So this concludes this episode of Holler If You Hear Me. Thank you guys so much for always listening to me. And if you're not already following me on Facebook, you can check me out at Tanya Williams Life Coach. And also, always feel free if you have any topics that you would like me to discuss to email me at TanyaWilliams01 at gmail.com. And I also have the website up and going, so y'all feel free to join my mailing list. Or if you would be interested in coaching, it's www.TanyaWilliams.com lifecoach.com. Until next time.